الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم Respected elders, brothers in Islam, those sisters who are maybe listening on the receivers, as it has been advertised that this is a report back regarding an eyewitness account to those places which were ravaged by the recent earthquakes in Turkey and in Syria. Now, it is very often that we have given report backs on the humanitarian missions over the last 11 years. Annually, alhamdulillah, the Jamiyat al-Ulama, Kwazulu Natal, embarks on these programs. And from the inception of the conflict that has taken place in Syria, alhamdulillah, these projects have been ongoing. And the South African Muslim community has made its imprint or has put its footprint there. And alhamdulillah, so many NGOs, so many brothers and sisters from South Africa have been to those lands on those humanitarian missions. Now, for one to understand the dynamics of this earthquake, we're not going to go into tectonic plates and a cavity in the crust of the earth, etc. Leave that for the scientists. I think we've heard enough of that. Those are scientific theories and explanations. But we need to look at what the Quran Sharif and the Ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says regarding these occurrences and events. Now we know for a fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very categoric in the Qur'an Sharif. وَمَا أَصَابَكُمْ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ وَيَعْفُ عَنْ كَثِيرٌ That whatever afflicts man, it is because of his own doings, what his hands has done, what his limbs have done. وَيَعْفُ عَنْ كَثِيرٌ And seek abundant repentance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that. On the same token, there is nobody who has informed us via wahi or anything else that this, in, this incident that took place is an azab from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's not in our knowledge. At the same time, we look at the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants good for a person, then he afflicts him with some musibah, with some calamity. So we have to balance between the two. Then there are many narrations from our mother, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, regarding the reason for the occurrences of earthquakes. And she asked Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that in such events the pious and those who are not pious both suffer the consequences. So for those who are pious, for those who have taqwa and Allah consciousness, for them it's a blessing in disguise. It is a rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they are afflicted with this and they are given the ranks of shahada. Now to, in this very limited time, just to explain an eyewitness account, nothing prepares a person to witness such an event. These are towns, alhamdulillah, that we have visited over the last 11 years. We have stayed in these towns. We have spent the month of Ramadan in these towns as well. These are cities, predominantly on the border between northern Syria and southern Turkey. It's a huge border. It's a long border stretching from Antakya 
Antioch as it's called in the biblical scriptures a very very Mubarak land the land of Sham Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he made dua for the land of Sham Allahumma barik lana fi Shamina wa fi Yamanina O oh Allah bless the land of Sham and bless the land of Yemen the land of Sham is Yomul Mahshadin the land of the day of Qiyamah where man will be gathered on its plains the land of Sham the land of Sham is that land where a hundred Badri Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum set foot in we must understand who Badri Sahaba are they are the greatest of all human beings after Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam those Sahaba who, pat- who participated in the battle of Badr so over a hundred Badri Sahaba have set foot on the land of Sham Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the angels have spread their wings over the land of Sham Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was questioned about the fitan, about the trials towards Qiyamah and what should one do. And the instruction and the advice he gave was, move towards the land of Sham. In the land of Sham, there will always be a group, لا يزال على أمتي طائفة إلى آخر الحديث. That in the land of Sham, there will always be a group of people who will be staunchly on haqq. If you try to oppose them, you will not be able to oppose them. They will remain steadfast and grounded on truth and haq. Hatta ya'tiya amrullah. Until the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala arrives. So this is the land of Sham. When this earthquake struck on the 6th of February, on Monday morning, it was 4.17 a.m. at that time in the region. It's, it's winter currently, or it's the cold season there. And we were there just after two and a half, three weeks after the incident occurred, the earthquake occurred. To understand the magnitude of this devastation, to understand one can see pictures, one can see breaking news, one can see an aerial view, a satellite image of the destruction. But one only comprehends it and understands it when one sees it firsthand oneself. Then one can only understand it, especially when one is aware of the area before its destruction. When one is familiar with the environment, with the cities one has visited, one can place certain things in perspective, and then one sees the destruction, we can then comprehend the level of destruction. When this calamity struck at 4.17 a.m., it lasted for 80 seconds. 80 seconds in total. And the violent shaking of the earth... With, it, coupled with the sound of the earth, with its fury, the sound of the earth, as buildings rocked like a seesaw, moving from corner to corner, and as it moved up and down the ground, and as buildings started caving in, collapsing, crumbling, imploding, and in that 80 seconds, such damage was caused by the permission and the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To date, approximately, officially, 51,000 people have passed away, have become shuhada. And over 121,000 people are injured. These are just official statistics. But the figures may be much greater than that. According to those on the ground, the figure is not even 51,000. They say approximately over 100,000 have passed away, have become shuhada. And buildings have either collapsed either been damaged severely or either they have been condemned, they're standing but they're still condemned because of the danger of those buildings which are standing in that state. So this is briefly the condition there. A town like Hatay, it's 
referred to in biblical times as Antioch. This is the place of Habib Najjar. And Alhamdulillah, we've visited the grave of Habib Najjar many times to derive blessings and barakah. And who was he? He is that person, when we recite Surah Yasin, few of us are aware that he is referred to in Surah Yasin of the Holy Quran. وَجَاءَ رَجُلٌ مِنْ أَقْصَ الْمَدِينَةِ يَسْعَى قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اتَّبِعُ الْمُرْسَلِينَ He was one of the muridin or the disciples of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam 2000 years ago, 2000 plus years ago. And he was made shaheed, he was decapitated because of his staunch belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in Nabi Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And in Antioch, on the mountains, there is a this paint there to show the exact spot where he was assassinated and his body was brought down and he is buried in Hatay. The entire masjid complex of Habib Najjar, which is called Masjid Habib Najjar also, that whole masjid has been destroyed. So this entire town of Hatay has been destroyed beyond habitation. A town which was prosperous, a town which is developed, a city, it's got a major airport there in Hatay. This entire town has been raised to the ground. Everywhere that you drive, you see no sign of any of the residents remaining there. All that one sees is, is, is disaster management teams, professionals, government uh, officials, police, the military. They are the only people there who are arranging the total destruction of the town and evacuation of all the debris, all the rubble out of the town. This town has to be rebuilt, so to say, from ground zero. So this is just an image. If we can paint an image in our minds, what this town looks like. This is the same town that we walked through the streets of this town, where there were high-rise buildings. Nothing remains there. You'll find a building totally brought down, a building in between standing, a building brought down, a building which is damaged. And when this earthquake struck, it was like the sign of Qiyamah. It was like a scene of Qiyamah. Those who are victims, they describe the scene. That we were sleeping. Fast people are generally sleeping at that time. At 4.17 a.m. in the morning. And sunrise is only about 7 o'clock. So it's about the Hajjur time. Not even Fajr time as yet. And people in their sleep, they were jolted out. Some of them didn't understand what was happening. A person is deep in his sleep. And an earthquake strikes 10 kilometers into the ground. 10 kilometers deep into the ground. We can understand the shaking of the earth. And people were flung out of their homes. People people woke up in rubble, rubble, entrapped in rubble. And I just relate the story. I've got a few stories to relate in this limited time. One of the brothers explains one of the homes we visited. We did many home visits of earthquake victims. So one of the home visits, the brother explained to us that I was sleeping with my six children, my family. I was fast asleep in my home. And they were sleeping. And suddenly my eyes open and I can hear screaming. It is like the scene of Qiyamah. Qiyamah, people were shouting, Qiyamah, 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 Qiyamah has come already. إِذَا زُلْزِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَسْقَالَهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this in the Qur'an in Majid, a surah that most of us know. That when the earth will be shaken violently, إِذَا زُلْزِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَسْقَالَهَا And when the earth will throw out its burdens, throw up its burdens. 
So he says, it was like, as though Qiyamah has arrived. Everybody was shouting Qiyamah. People are not in a state of complete dress it's when they're sleeping at times. People are in a compromised state of dress. People just ran out onto the streets. Who could run out? People jumped from buildings to save themselves. It was like the scene of the day of Qiyamah. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِي وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ on that day, when man will flee, فَرَّ Allah says on that day, when a man will flee from who? From those closest to him. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ From his brother, وَأُمِّهِ From his mother, وَأَبِيهِ From his father. He'll run from those people on the day of Qiyamah. People whom he holds dear and close to his heart. But on that day, he will flee from them. So people just ran. They don't know where they're running. Running in any direction. Because of the sound of the earth and the destruction all around. So this brother explains that I got up and I was entrapped in rubble. There's a slab above my head. I can hear my children screaming, but I can't get to them. I'm trapped in the rubble. And finally, when I managed to wedge myself out, fortunately, I wasn't injured seriously. Light injuries. This is the miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He saves whom He wants to save. He gives life to whom he wants to. He gives death to whom he wants to. And he says, I managed to get out. And the first thing I'm looking for my children, whose screams I can hear. And I start looking for my children. Of his six children, three became shaheed. And his wife became shaheed. His mother-in-law became shaheed. His sister-in-law became shaheed. And three of his children, he managed to save. And while those children were entrapped, he narrated to us and tears Flowing down his eyes, he says, I'm giving my children comfort, telling them, recite Surah Ikhlas. And the children in Unision, whoever, they were reciting Surah Ikhlas. He says, I can call my daughters to tell you all directly what they saw. We told him, there's no need, we believe you. He says, my daughters explained that there were people in white who were assisting us, who were giving us comfort. These are the malaika, these are masoom children. Then we came across another person, who was 72 years old. He survived the earthquake. We went into his home, about three or four stories in an apartment block. When I say apartment block, these are not fancy structures. These are border towns, simple structures. Very, very uh, frugal, very simple, very basic. Not state-of-the-art apartments like we have, etc. So when we go up there, his mother is seated, 100 years old. Fitz lady, 100 years old, she's seated there. So I asked him that, what did it feel like? What does an earthquake, explain to me about an earthquake. So he explains to us, he says this whole building started shaking. Like a seesaw, it's shaking violently. And the sound is terrifying. And there's nothing I can do. I can't run with my old mother. She's 100 years old, my wife, my daughters. I can't run with her anywhere. He says, I... Resign myself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, ma qaddar Allah. Oh Allah, whatever you have destined for us, it will be like that. If we have to die, we will die as Muslims. We will die in a state of iman. That is sufficient for us. And he says, after some minutes, it stopped shaking. And then they realized there was some minor damage on his building, but Allah saved him. We came across a brother, not we came, we, we, a brother who's a close friend of us, Ahmad Kanan. A Syrian brother who's in Turkey for many years, working for an NGO, one of our partner NGOs. He lost 79 members of his family. 
79 as the earthquake struck he was removing bodies removing family bodies in his sedan putting bodies in the boot putting bodies in the back seat putting bodies in the front seat just removing bodies taking these bodies and burying them in mass graves brother umar who's an alim who was with us he explained to me he says that my sister passed away in the earthquake i went and i retrieved her body so i explained to him how do you all bury people who pass away in earthquakes what's the procedure he says we take them we wrap them in a white cloth there is no ghusl because it's impossible to give ghusl to so many thousands of people they are considered shuhada as well we wrap them and then he showed me picture of mass graves just bodies lined up so this was this is the condition that they went through now very quickly just 3 minutes left what is the lesson we need to take from here quick lessons before we go on to the quick lessons there are certain categories of people allah subhanahu wa taala blesses them with the status of shahada and one of those people are a woman who dies out of childbirth then a person who dies out of a stomach sickness abdominal sickness that person is granted shahada a person who drowns is granted shahada and a person upon whom a building or a wall collapses nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said even that person has the rank of shahada so we are not to judge that this was an adab of allah that's not in our knowledge we must have husnul dhan we must have good opinion of our brothers and we say that allah subhanahu wa taala send this for them as a test wa bashiri sabirin never have i seen a victim complain against allah subhanahu wa taala they accept them they fight they accept that what happens happened by the decree of allah subhanahu wa taala so the lessons we can take very quick lessons one is that this is a scene from the scenes of qiyama wa taran nasa sukara wa ma hum bi sukara that on the day of qiyama man will look as though he's drunk wa ma hum bi sukara but he won't be drunk walakin azab allah shadid but on the day of qiyama allah's azab will be very very severe shadid it will be it's frightening the day of qiyama this is a scene from the scenes of qiyama then another lesson is be ready to meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at any time have all our affairs in order pay whatever debts we are owing to people fulfill all our obligations if we have severed family ties join family ties if we have broken family join them before mouth takes us lesson to be learned that live as every day as though it's your last day on earth read salah as though it's your last salah that you are reading on earth and i take you to the hadith of ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma He says akhadha Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bi mankabi Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took me by the shoulder and he's telling Ibn Umar Abdullah bin Umar radiyallahu anhuma kun fi dunya ka'annaka gharib aw abiru sabil live in this dunya stay in this dunya like you're a stranger in this world gharib you're a gharib doesn't mean poor in arabic it means strange stranger as though you're a stranger you're not familiar with this world how we see the ahlullah the awliya allah they have no no relationship with this world they are detached from this world even though they live in this world they have very little affection for this world aw abiru sabil or as though you are a wayfarer you are a musafir you are a traveler living this dunya like that then ibn umar radiyallahu anhuma added that fala tantazir idha amsayta that when it is evening don't expect to be around till the morning and when it is the morning don't expect to be around till the evening Mood can take and grab a person at any time. Then he says that take from your health before sickness can afflict you. 
take from your health. Take advantage of your good health before sickness afflicts you. And he says that, and take, take advantage of your life before death gets you. أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم. So these are the lessons and this encapsulates what we have seen. Going forward, it's a long, long-term rebuilding of those 10 cities which are declared a state of disaster and emergency. There's much more to speak, much more to say, but the time is up. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give us tawfiq, give us lessons when we see such destruction, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give us understanding and protect us from his adab and any trials and tribulations.